Are you dreaming of visiting Switzerland? Planning a trip to Switzerland is very exciting, but it can also be overwhelming. How do you choose which of the many scenic cities, towns and villages to visit? Which mountaintop excursions should you take? And what's the best way to get around Switzerland? And of course, how much of the country can you realistically see within your time frame? If you've asked yourself any of these questions, this is the podcast for you. This is the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast, and in each episode, your host Carolyn Schonefinger chats with Swiss travel experts to answer your most commonly asked questions, provide practical tips, and take you on a virtual visit to the most popular destinations, and of course some hidden gems, to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. And you'll hear plenty of conversations about Swiss cheese and chocolate too. Are you ready to plan your trip to Switzerland? Well, let's get started. Grüezi, and welcome to another episode. Today, we're welcoming back a frequent guest on the show, Andy Neff from the Swiss Travel System. Andy is going to share with us all the news and updates for the Swiss Travel System in 2023, including details about the exciting new Golden Pass Express. And for those listeners who are planning on travelling around Switzerland by train in 2023, Andy is going to give us an update on the Swiss Travel Pass, the fantastic all-in-one ticket for Switzerland. So if you're wondering if there's going to be any price increases or changes to what's covered by the Swiss Travel Pass, keep listening, as that's one question I'll definitely be asking Andy. As always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to the folks at Switzerland Tourism for sponsoring the podcast. Their website, myswitzerland.com, is packed full of helpful resources to help you plan your Swiss vacation. So do go and take a look. Of course, if you need to go on a tour, you need Switzerland. And why not a tour around Switzerland by train? Let's welcome Andy and see what news he has for us about travelling in Switzerland by train. Hello, Andy. Welcome back to the podcast for your seventh episode. It's great to have you here again. Hello, Caroline. I'm very happy to be here again. Thanks very much for the invitation. My pleasure. And I must mention to all the listeners too that after recording six episodes, we finally got to meet in person. And amazingly, we've actually met twice in person now, once in Switzerland and once in Australia. So it's been an exciting few months. Yeah, things are happening again around the world and we are finally able to travel more or less freely. So I, of course, took the chance and went all the way down under. You did, and it was great to see you. I'm looking forward to hearing all the updates that you've got for us about the Swiss travel system. I'd, I'd like to ask you actually to start with about an important day uh, on the calendar for the Swiss travel system, which is 11 December. Now, when this episode goes to air, um, it'll be a couple of days after that. But what can you tell us about 11 December and why is that such an important day? Well, the importance sounds maybe not that important to our listeners. The 11th December is the official date of timetable change in Switzerland. Well, the listeners have to know that there is only a timetable change once per year, one official timetable change, which applies to all the transport companies in Switzerland. So all the more than 450 carriers who make the Swiss travel system running are changing timetables at only this one date. So obviously, like everything in Switzerland, it works in with precision and everyone does the timetable changes on the same day. 
Exactly. So that's part of the network here in Switzerland. That's part of our cooperation. Fantastic. So what should people expect about um, the changes this year? Is there lots of things that are that are changing? There is a lot of preparation involved. There's just a side information. At the moment, experts are planning the timetable for 2030 plus already. So that's happening in the background. The changes happening on the 11th December, these are just minor changes. Well, we talk about minutes. That's how it is on the space travel system. Minutes make the difference. Are there any important changes that our listeners should be aware of? After a few quiet years, there are a few changes this time, which are rather important, especially from a touristic view. For example, there will be more and better connections on SPB's intercity network. I can give you an example here. There is the IC3 line, you know, that all the intercity lines are numbered in Switzerland. And the IC3 line is actually connecting Zurich with Hoor the capital of Graubünden in the southeast of Switzerland. And for a change, as of next year, the IC3 trains will run every 30 minutes, especially on the weekends. And that's a big difference. They used to run every hour only. And now every 30 minutes on the weekend, that's a very big improvement, providing more fast connections between Zurich and Chur. There is also another very important news from a touristic view. SBB is reinstalling the direct trains between Zurich Airport and Interlaken. That'll be very handy to our listeners. Absolutely, yes. These Intercity 81s, as they are called, will run every two hours and they are running between Romansholm and Interlaken. On this line in between is Zurich Airport and Zurich Main Station. So every two hours, people can reach Interlaken from Zurich Airport without a change. A great addition to the timetable for sure. It is, absolutely. Well, you may have heard that um, how to fit the awareness of sustainability in Switzerland, well, not only in Switzerland, but all over Europe, probably all over the world, has increased a lot. That brings a higher demand of overnight connections. So a few years back, many overnight connections, especially out of Switzerland, ceased to exist. And now, after since the demand has uh, increased a lot in the past few years, the railways are installing more and more overnight trains, and there will be a new train between Zurich and Prague as of 11 December. Well, I think this is really a development into the right direction. Let's see what the future brings. What a great way to travel. Not only do you save on, or well, you're helping the environment, you're, you're traveling sustainably, but you can also you know, have a, a journey of sort of like back into yesteryear with the uh, sleeper carriage, if you want, and, uh, and also saving on, on hotel accommodation. Yeah, and I think traveling by night train is still a special experience. I mean, sleeping while traveling, for me, that's something special. And when you wake up in the morning and you open the, the window blinds or the curtains, you look out of the window and you are in a new country. Kind of a special feeling, in my opinion. And of course, you can celebrate that for sundown or before you go to sleep. And normally they even serve breakfast in the morning. So, uh, well, what else do you want to have? Yeah, exactly. So will that service between Zurich and Prague, will that run every day? 
that's running on a daily basis. Yes. Very convenient. So all those services that you mentioned there, they're all operated mostly, I guess, by the Swiss Federal Railways. But what about um, the private rail companies that form part of the, the public transport network? Is there any news or updates from them? Have you heard anything of the Golden Pass Express? Yeah, I have seen uh, a little bit of news about it. That sounds very exciting. Well, it is very exciting. Golden Pass Express will start on 11 December as well. And the special feature about this train is that it will provide direct connections from Montreux to Interlaken. For listeners who have been to Switzerland already and have been traveling between Montreux and Interlaken, they remember that they always had to change in Zweisimmen. That change had a technical reason because there are two different gauges involved. We have the so-called narrow gauge between Montreux and Zweisimmen. That means the tracks are one meter apart, exactly. And between Zweisimmen and Interlaken, we have the standard European gauge, which is 1,435 millimeters, exactly. And of course, um, until now, trains couldn't um, cope with both these gauges. But now with this brand new Golden Pass Express, you can travel directly because this train has adjustable axles. Swiss engineering. Swiss engineering. And it took quite a while to get everything running. But now everything is ready. And this change of gauge will happen without passengers noticing it. Passengers wouldn't need to leave the train. They stay on the train. It's a matter of a few minutes. There are some special installations in Zweisimmen, a special track where this train is passing through. And while passing through, this change of gauge, this adjustment is happening. And of course, there have been a lot of construction works involved. Um, Zweisimmen railway station was one big construction site in the past few years. Well, now everything seems to be ready. I haven't tried it out myself, but I hope that I can get that experience very soon. Yeah, sounds wonderful. So is there any difference uh, in the services that are going to be offered on board the Golden Pass Express? Yeah, I almost forget about that as a train enthusiast. Sorry about that. <laughs> Come on, that's what the tourists want to know, Andy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, <laughs> of course, they're very special features. I mean, first of all, it's a brand new train. So you have a state-of-the-art carriage. There is even a special class available, the so-called prestige class. This prestige class is featuring extra big windows. Now, you remember the panoramic windows on many of these premium panoramic trains here in Switzerland. Of course, also the Golden Pass Express is featuring those big panoramic windows going all the way up the ceiling onto the roof, actually. But this, uh, how to say, prestige class is even going farther down. Right. And this is quite a special thing when you travel that you actually see all the landscape below as well. Yeah, so it's like a floor-to-ceiling floor window. Yeah, exactly. And you're kind of floating through the landscape, you know. So uh, must be, well, yeah, must be very special. And um, I'm quite excited about that. Also, um, this prestige class is featuring swiveling seats. So all the seats can be adjusted within a 180-degree angle so that you can enjoy your scenery in, in the perfect uh, angle. 
So if something goes past that you want to look at, you just spin your chair and you can see. Well, no, sorry, I have to destroy <laughs> your imagination here. It has to be adjusted before you leave. And once it's adjusted, it can only be readjusted by the attendant on the train. Okay, well, that makes sense. Well, there is also a welcome drink. And of course, you can order food and drinks on the way. I, I assume with the prestige class that that would uh, need reservations. Exactly. That's just a point I wanted to raise. Seat reservations are compulsory. I always say, please, whenever you can, book seats when traveling on these premium panoramic trains, which includes the Golden Pass Express. Because you are coming to Switzerland all the way. It would be such a disappointment if you wouldn't find seats uh, on the train, right? So um, better make this reservation in advance and be sure that you can enjoy this whole experience. And just on that point, for the seat reservations for all the premium panoramic trains, do they need to be made on the website of the actual train operator itself? So in, in this instance, would that be MOB or could they book those on the SBB website? No, in, in the case of MOB, I think it's a, it's a good choice to do it on the MOB website. Now, also on the um, in the same vicinity of Switzerland as the Golden Pass Express is the chocolate train, which um, a lot of people are, are keen to try out. Is that still going to be operating in the future? Yes, good news for all the chocolate lovers. Even the chocolate train will run in 2023. No worries. This is uh, running on a different line. It's running out of Montreux, only running on selected days. Even though it's called the chocolate train, part of the whole trip is done by coach, since it just makes it um, more convenient for the passenger. It's a full day excursion. We always have to keep in mind. And of course, there's lots of chocolates, but it's only running on selected dates. And that's during the summer season, is that right? Mainly in summer season, on selected days, depending on which month you're traveling in. That's important for our listeners. Make sure the train is running when you are in Switzerland for not to get disappointed. Same applies for the cheese trains, for the cheese lovers. I wouldn't want to get in trouble with the cheese lovers. <laughs> I call myself a cheese lover. And the cheese train is normally running in winter, again, out of Montreux. And uh, this should continue to run. We have two very special day excursion, chocolate in summer, cheese in winter. Combined with Swiss trains, it's the perfect day out, isn't it? Absolutely. What else would you like to have? And what about the uh, the Golden Pass Panoramic and the uh, the Belle Epoque trains that, uh, that used to operate on that line? Are they still continuing? Yes, yes, of course. Sorry, uh, I didn't mention that. The Golden Pass Belle Epoque and the Golden Pass Panoramic, they are staying in service. So in between those Golden Pass Express connections, they are still the Belle Epoque and the Panoramic running. They wouldn't be running between Montreux and Interlaken. They would be running between Montreux and Zweisimmen like in the old days, right? Those trains will not be able to adjust um, the gauge. But uh, for me, especially the Belle Epoque, that's traveling in style. I like it very much. And uh, traveling in style, sipping on a glass of white wine and enjoy the scenery passing by. So you can still experience that as of next year. So is there any more news that we should know about the other premium panoramic trains? Yeah, there's always something going on. I mean, um, we want to keep the high standard of Swiss trains in absolutely. So um, I think worth mentioning is also the refurbishment of the Glacier Express rolling stock. 
that has happened in the past few years. So all these Glacier Express coaches are appearing in a brand new interior. It's kind of a mountain chic style, you know, and um, I don't know, have you seen pictures of the Glacier Express Excellence class? I travelled on the Glacier Express this summer, but unfortunately it wasn't in excellence class. <laughs> it's <laughs> very difficult to get seats there, yes. <laughs> so um, these new coaches will be in the same style as the excellence class. So it's really nice. The good thing is they have also done some extra coaches. I don't know. Do you know what Apreshi is? Yes. I'm not really a skier, but I do know the... Um, about the apres <laughs> Well, the, the good thing about apres is that even the non-skiers can do that, right? <laughs> apres that's uh, the drinks we enjoy after skiing. And sometimes it's more important for the skiers to do apres than the real skiing. What Gotthard Railway has done, they have converted two former Glacier Express coaches into rolling bars. These coaches are operated on the trains between Andermatt and Dysentis. And these are two famous ski resorts, which are connected by railway. So you can enjoy your apres-ski drinks on this special coach when traveling back to Andermatt or Dysentis, wherever you stay. And uh, well, even the DJ is included. So <laughs> what else do you want to have? Exactly. Do they run every day or only on weekends? Uh, that's a very good question. I think they are running every day. I haven't seen anything else, but of course, only uh, during the ski period. Sure. So yeah. this will be um, in, in winter. Well, thank you for the updates about that. So what about with the the Swiss travel system? Are there going to be any changes for that next year? Well, I'd say no news are good news. Product range remains the same. We are not changing any of the products. Uh, that applies also to the newly integrated six-day travel pass, which has been introduced last year. So we are not changing anything there and we are not changing the prices. So there is no price increase for 2023. And that's great news. I think that's, um, on my opinion, the right decision to kind of restart tourism in Switzerland. So that means the Swiss Travel Pass remains the perfect option to discover Switzerland by train, bus and boat. Now, for those listeners um, who aren't familiar with the Swiss Travel Pass or perhaps just don't quite know exactly what it covers, would you like to give us a bit of a, a recap of the Swiss Travel Pass? Yes, with pleasure. So, I mean, the Swiss Travel Pass, we call it the all-in-one ticket for Switzerland. It includes all the trains, buses, boats and city transportation. You have to know that in Switzerland, we have the world's densest public transport network. You can literally reach any place in the country by train, bus and boat. That makes traveling by public transport so easy. With the Swiss Travel Pass, you have the perfect travel companion. You just get on and off whenever you like and wherever you like. And I think you mentioned a number at the start of this episode. There's more than 450 transport companies that all integrate into the public transport network, which is just amazing. Yeah, very difficult to think of, right? We are yeah. such a small country, but we have such a variety of public transport here and um, that makes it pretty unique. Absolutely. Well, that's great news. I'm sure everyone listening will be pleased to know that uh, the prices are staying the same in 2023 and that they still have that great choice of, what is that, four, six, eight 
10 and 15 day Swiss travel almost. passes. Almost. It's what three, did I get four, wrong? six, eight, and 15 <laughs> days. <laughs> close. <laughs> close, close. So you see, there is path for almost everyone's needs. And I think you have experienced by yourself how yeah. convenient it is in summer to travel with this Swiss travel pass around the country. You just get on and off whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and um, well, you just enjoy the sceneries. It's brilliant. It really is. It's just like, a, as you've said before on other episodes, it's a hop on, hop off ticket for, for the whole country. It's it's wonderful. Agree, yes. Yeah, no, it's great. All right. So before I let you go, is there anything else um, that you think we should know about? Yes, there's one last thing I want to share. I mean, it was in the news all over the world. The world record of the Ration Railway, the world's longest passenger train was running in, uh, well, in it was in October, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it was a success. So the world's, the attempt actually turned to be out successful. And um, well, the new world record for the world's longest passenger train is now with the Ration Railway. That's a railway which is operating the Bernina Express and the Glacier Express. And um, well, I think most of you have seen the pictures. They were in the news all over. It was this, how to say, it was this enormous red snake, as I would call it. <laughs> Almost two kilometers long train in red on this Albula Railway. And for the listeners who have not been traveling on the Albula Railway, which is part of the Bernina Express and the Glacier Express, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Railway because it was was a masterpiece of engineering when they built it. It's uh, many, many viaducts, bridges, tunnels, and even spiraling tunnels. That's how the railway is actually um, going up that valley to cross through to the Engadina Valley on the other side. And now you see this almost two kilometer long train consisting of 25 train sets, which is like a snake in the landscape. Mm, And um, well, for me... As I said, as a train enthusiast, um, very special, very special to see. And the the photos that I saw made the red really stood out too because the the larch trees were just had the golden leaves and then there was the exactly. green sort of forest and, exactly. and the red train. It was yes. just beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that would have been something very special to witness for sure. Absolutely. And there were only, uh, I think, about 100 people traveling on that train, Um, only very VIP people and, of course, a lot of journalists and media people. But, of course, there were hundreds of people witnessing this world record attempt along the railway line. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Andy, for sharing all that with us today and for coming back onto the podcast. I know your voice is probably nearly as familiar with our listeners as mine is. (laughs) Thank you very much. Always a great pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you very much. And yeah, look forward to chatting to you again in 2023. I hope so. Thank you very much. I hope you found all Andy's updates helpful. I was certainly happy to hear about the new direct service between Zurich and Interlaken. It'll be a lot more convenient being able to travel from either Zurich or Zurich Airport directly to Interlaken without needing to change trains. So I think that's going to be a really popular service because the Jungfrau region being one of the most popular tourist destinations in Switzerland, that service will certainly get a lot of traffic. 
I know many of you, like me, will be keen to experience the brand new Golden Pass Express train between Interlaken and Montreux. The scenery on this journey is, is spectacular. And now that the need to change trains in Zeisswimmen has been eliminated, this trip will be that little bit more special. And when you take into account those floor-to-ceiling windows that Andy mentioned, well, what better way to see those views than, than on the Golden Pass Express? If riding on the Golden Pass Express or any of the other premium panoramic trains is part of your travel plans, then I highly recommend buying the Swiss Travel Pass for your trip. All of the premium panoramic trains are covered with the pass, although on three of them, seat reservation fees are additional, and it's just a great way to to travel around Switzerland. What's also great is to hear that the prices for the pass will remain the same in 2023. That really is good news. Now, if you'd like to know even more about the Swiss Travel Pass or the Swiss Travel System, you'll find links in the show notes to previous episodes of the podcast where Andy has covered these in greater detail. Also in the show notes are links to helpful articles about travelling by train around Switzerland and info about where to buy your Swiss Travel Pass. You can find those show notes at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode 61. Thanks very much for joining me today. Until next time, tschüss. If you'd like more great resources to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland, there are lots of ways to connect with us. Visit our website, holidaystoswitzerland.com, sign up for our monthly newsletter, or join our friendly, helpful community of past and future travellers in our Switzerland travel planning group. You'll also find the links to connect with us in the show notes for this episode. Show notes and a list of all previous episodes are available at holidaystoswitzerland.com slash podcast. Don't miss out on your fortnightly dose of Swiss travel inspo. Hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating. That's all for this edition of the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Thanks for joining us and happy travel planning.